0: You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And
1: I
2: show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. You are now jacked into the virtual matrix. Please stand by.
3: Who are you?
2: For the latest in professional wrestling. I
4: am the master of the middle finger.
2: Video gaming.
4: Deep ass will prove sorry sons of bitches.
2: And movies and entertainment.
4: Beer drinker,
5: among beer drinkers.
6: And here's your host. All I'm
7: offering is the truth
3: J.J.
2: Good evening and welcome to another edition of Unplugged right here, SundayNightShowdown.com, the island of Misfit Radio, the SNS Radio Network, on a night where we saw one more NXT elimination. And can I say, quite frankly, good job, WWE, in keeping the interest alive for this show. Uh... Total 180 from last week. This show was compelling this week. It made me want to sit down and watch it just to find out what happened. I have clips that I will be playing momentarily to kind of get everybody into what exactly went down if you didn't catch NXT live tonight. Man, very interesting show. I mean, at one point, Daniel Bryan and Michael Tarver make a surprise appearance to talk about their elimination. An announcer damn near gets his head kicked in. Good stuff happened tonight. I mean, compelling TV. So I guess with that said, we should probably jump right into the mix and start things off right off the bat with the opening of the show. They start everything out with Matt Stryker, who's standing by with the the NXT pros. And this is the clip as it follows.
8: Now normally I would introduce your NXT rookies but tonight please join me in welcoming your WWE pros Christian gentlemen, as we all know, last week, one rookie was eliminated as a result of your pro's poll, and tonight, another rookie will be sent home. But first, I'd like you to explain to the WWE universe exactly what you're looking for from the WWE's next breakout star, Miz. Please go first. I'm looking for someone that has the potential to gain a larger audience than WWE already has And what I mean by that is when you're flipping through the channels at home I want to know if you're going to stop and be intrigued at what the person is saying or doing in the ring That, in my opinion, is what is the it factor you got to have the it factor to be in the WWE Keep booing Master William Regal, what are you looking for?
6: Very well said. I also look for adaptability. Because to be a WWE superstar, you have to be able to adapt to any situation. I've made a career out of it. One minute I'm funny, next thing, I'm jumping down someone's throat and nobody can do anything about it. Your in-ring skills have to be there, your interview skills have to be there, and your personality
8: has to be there. Thank you very much. CM Punk. Oh,
1: I would love to explain what what I look for in the next breakout superstar, but my moral compass dictates that I don't think I need to speak to the people here because not only have I lost my appetite, I have lost my will to be in front of you people. Thank you very much.
8: Christian!
4: I'm looking for somebody that's going to capture the imagination of the WWE Universe. I'm looking for somebody that's going to step up and take this competition themselves. And you know something? I, I hate to, to say I'm actually going to agree with The Miz here, but I'm looking for someone to show
6: me it. The it factor. Some of it, some of the contestants here, I've seen it. Some, I've seen none of it. One in particular that's still here tonight. Is that person going to change my mind? We'll see. When are you going to show me it? You haven't shown me it in 10 years. When are you going to show me it? I showed you it when I beat you. I don't know how many times in a
8: row. Matt, what are you looking for out of the WWE's next breakout star? You know, it's pretty much going to be the same answers. We all have uh, a very common viewpoint. We are all looking for someone who has the potential to be the complete package, to be the next WWE superstar. Not only do they have to be a great athlete, they have to be able to talk, they have to have a lot of character, and they need the it factor for sure. But on top of all those in-ring things, they also need to be able to survive in this locker room. And that's something I think that everyone needs to be looking for with these guys, because To survive in this universe known as the WWE, you have to be able to survive in the ring and back there. And finally, Chris Jericho.
4: It's quite simple what I'm looking for. Somebody who will make me want to pay money to see them. And so far... With one exception, there is not one NXT rookie that would make me part with my money to see them in that ring. Much in the same way as I would not pay money to see any of you hypocrites anywhere. I'm the reason why you all bought a ticket tonight. And I'm looking for the NXT rookie who's going to make you want to do the same thing.
8: Well, now that we know exactly what the pros are looking for the rookies will truly have a chance to deliver because our first contest happened...
2: And, of course, that was what the pros had to say. They're all looking for that it factor. The one that struck me out the most was Matt Hardy talking about you have to be able to survive in the ring and in the backstage area. And if anybody has proven themselves to be a survivor as long as Matt Hardy has been with this company and as long as he has been de-pushed and fired and lost countless girlfriend after countless girlfriend and job to just about everybody in that locker room. I mean, that's a very good statement by Matt Hardy. And I kind of agree with what he said there. Because it's not an easy business. You know, it's definitely not something uh, that's easy for anybody. You go out there and, sure, I mean, you do well in the ring and, and you can perform in front of the crowd, but there's a lot of bullshit politics in that backroom area. And I think Hardy kind of hit it right on the, he hit the nail right on the head. And um, everybody talks about the it factor. Uh, I thought Miz was very eloquent the way that he put it out there. And he's right. When we are watching this, we're looking for that guy that's standing out, that's doing something. Otunga has that personality. He's not very good in the ring. He still has a ways to go. But he does have the charisma. So, I mean, we'll see where that goes. They actually, uh, the first match out was Wade Barrett and Darren Young. Very back-and-forth match. I didn't think it was a great match. There was a lot of missed spots by Darren Young. Uh, But Wade Barrett did his best to compensate. And uh, at the end, he got the victory with his modified, uh, well, for lack of a better term, uh, throw. And got the 1-2-3. So, uh, Darren Young lost this uh, contest. I'm not really sure what that put him up in the rankings, but uh, as far as his win-loss record was concerned. But I think he's had a lot more losses than he's had wins. And Barrett, I think, is 6-4, and if I'm not mistaken. So after this, they show a package, of course, on David Otunga with all the pros talking about him. Um, Go to commercial break. We come back, and surprisingly... And this was a big surprise to me. You've got Matt Stryker standing in the ring with Michael Tarver and Daniel Bryan. Who I thought was done being Daniel Bryan. He was now Bryan Danielson. But in fact, Daniel Bryan was standing in the ring with Tarver and Matt Stryker. Um, Again, they got eliminated last week. So they're back again just to kind of build what seems to be an angle. Um, we'll see where this goes but I've got the audio for this particular segment that I'm going to play and once I'm done with all the segments and we're done with the NXT talk I don't have a co-host tonight so quite frankly I will open up the phone lines and I want to hear from you guys I want to know what you thought of tonight's episode of NXT but let me go ahead and pop in this next clip again this is uh, Tarver and Danielson being interviewed by Matt Stryker
8: ladies and gentlemen Please welcome two of the rookies that were controversially eliminated last week, Michael Tarver and Daniel Bryan. Oh, great. He's back. Gentlemen, let's remind everyone exactly what happened last week. Take a look. WWE management feels if a superstar doesn't believe in himself, then how can anyone believe in the WWE Superstar. Michael Tarver, I regret to inform you, you have been eliminated. Please exit the arena.
7: I got held back the whole time!
8: Daniel Bryan, you have been eliminated from NXT. Good luck, buddy. Gentlemen, you've had a week to think about what happened, to really absorb exactly what you're feeling. Now, Michael, some say that you eliminated yourself. I'll start with you. What are your thoughts?
5: I was told, just like everyone else in this competition, that it would be judged by a pro's poll. Yet I get eliminated by the WWE management who exactly is the wwe management it is a group of easily intimidated pencil pushers who are threatened by someone like me and they should be that's probably why they didn't have the decency or professionalism to eliminate me personally speaking
8: of professionalism there are many critics that question the fact that you refuse to participate in any of the challenges and some say that your greatest mark of unprofessionalism was when you said that you should be eliminated. Essentially, you voted yourself off of this competition.
5: If eight limousines pulled up in front of you and they were all the same color except one, which one would you notice first? I was told to make it in WWE, you have to stand out. You have to be different from everyone else. You have to make sure that each and every one of you remember me. And you did, because I was intriguing. I was different. I gave this show firepower, because I was revolutionary. You wanted something different? I gave it to you. I knew exactly what I was doing on every last one of those competitions. Thank you very much, Michael Tarver.
1: He's still getting interrupted.
8: <laughs> Daniel Bryan. What are your thoughts after seeing that footage where, again, many people say you were your own worst enemy because you said that you should be eliminated from NXT? Let's hear from you.
4: You know, that, that's absolutely true. Um, but the truth is, I was eliminated by WWE management, not the pros, uh... And there's a couple of reasons for that. I mean, when I came to WWE, I heard about the politics here. I heard the stuff about how Vince McMahon loves big guys, and they like the guys that they make themselves, regardless of whether or not those people can come out here and engage the WWE universe. I was a self-made man. I was not invented by the WWE machine, and I would think with them having stockholders and this being a profitable company, that they would want a guy who makes them the most money. Okay? They don't have the ability to judge by prejudice who they pick to be stars. Okay? They need to pick guys who are the best people for this job. And the best person for this job is me.
8: Says who? Okay. Answer your critics who say that, excuses aside, you essentially eliminated yourself with your comments. Matt Stryker, you you of all people should understand. Blessed are the
4: meek, right? Blessed are the meek. I don't need to tell anybody how good I am. When you people come out here and you see me wrestle, you know how good I am. Chris Jericho... You know how good I am, William Regal. You know how good I am. Oh, come on, now. all the
3: pros
4: guy know here? how good I am, and even though The Miz doesn't like to admit it, he knows not only am well, I amen. good, but he knows that I'm better than him.
1: Yeah, okay. You're better what than me. What this guy's got?
8: I you're sure better am. than me. Wait a second. You are an indie star. You haven't done anything in the WWE I was the first person ever in the history of WWE to win the United States and Unified Tag Team Championships at the same time What have you done That's besides true. eliminate yourself?
4: Yeah, no, really, man, is, miss? really, Miss. miss. You think miss, you're so good? You. you think you're so good? Come down to the ring, right now, and prove it. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Whoa, Daniel, you've been eliminated. Wait a second. One thing I don't miss about NXT is you constantly interrupting me, okay? Huh. Where does this there guy is get one off? person, only one person, who refuses to acknowledge how good I am. And he keeps saying that I have no personality. He keeps saying that I don't have the it factor. Michael Cole, you're just a parrot, okay? A parrot. Those people, you've got Vince McMahon in your ear telling you all the time to tell these people that I don't have it. Yeah, and I do, you you know? You think because I don't watch television. Because I'm a vegan, that I don't have it, that I don't have personality. Yeah, I have more personality here. in my little finger than you have in well, your whole being You are Let's... a poor man's replacement. You are a poor man's replacement. junior you're a poor man's... I... I'm not... I'm not...
2: And that's where Daniel Bryan pretty much kicks the living shit out of Michael Cole, or at least attempts to. And you know what? I loved that promo by Danielson. That was beautiful. The fact that Matt Stryker cut him off, and he goes, that's the one thing I don't miss is you interrupting me all the time. That was perfect. When he said he was better than The Miz, and William Regal said he is better than you. He is better than you, Miz. This is exactly what this show needed. Uh, something to spice things up. The fact that they brought back both Tarver and Danielson to kind of cement this a little bit further, almost like they're going to be brought back into the fold is what it seems like to me at this point because you heard them both talk about how they were eliminated from management. And when this competition started, it was supposed to be about the NXT pros would do a poll to eliminate these guys. Well, these guys weren't eliminated By the pros. They were eliminated by management. And I can completely understand where they're coming from this. And I'm telling you, we got four people left after tonight. But I have a feeling that something's going to happen and we're probably going to see either Danielson or, or Tarver back in this competition one way or the other. Don't quote me on that. It's just skepticism on my part. But I think it's a good, uh, well, it's within the realm of possibility. And I like where this is going. This show started off strong. It kind of waned off a little bit in the middle. But now that we've started eliminating people, it's starting to pick up. And it's starting to get really good. And I have to admit, tonight was probably the best episode of this show that I have seen to date. Just from the personality aspect of what we saw. And I loved seeing Michael Cole damn near get his head kicked in. By Brian Danielson That was Epic TV So I'm going to move on to the next clip This is basically just a really short clip uh, They come back from break After Michael Cole is attacked By Daniel Bryan And he had some uh, choice words to say About Mr. Danielson And here's that
1: I get it He wants, to have, he wants a job here he can't take criticism from me or take criticism from you or Matt Stryker. He's going to come out here and beat up announcers? What's he going to do when he's in the locker room, when he's taking criticism from guys who've been here 10 or 15 uh, years? Uh,
4: obviously, Daniel Bryan will not be in the locker room after that. He a... shouldn't he be here. He's not employed here. He should be arrested. Uh, listen, everything you're saying is completely
7: accurate. I mean, I impressed, Carson, this is absolutely ridiculous.
2: And, of course, then we move on to the next match of the night. We had two really good matches uh, with... Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater, a very back and forth contest. I thought I thought Slater really had the uh, the edge in this contest, but uh, you know, it ended with a, with a beautiful four hundred and fifty by Justin Gabriel. And uh, there you go. I think that put Heath Slater at five and five, I believe, if I am not mistaken. That's his win loss record thus far. They back Tarver and Brian back into this to cut a promo tonight. Well, they also brought back Skip Sheffield. Again, (laughs) let's keep bringing the guys that we just got off the show. And uh, Skip had some choice words and wanted to convey exactly how he felt about his elimination.
7: Last week, the WWE pros voted off me, Skip Sheffield, off of NXT. And it's quite simple. You see, they viewed me as a threat. They're intimidated by me, by my size, my physique, my intensity, my desire to be the best. They out the biggest, baddest threat, and they took him out first.
2: And I have to admit, I like Skip Sheffield. I, I like the gimmick. I mean, I know that some people think he's an amalgam of two or three different gimmicks, but... You know, and that's cool. But I like what he represents. He's a big steroid-looking monkey. And I did make the comment that, you know, he would be probably a, a walking wellness violation. And I stand by that because he's a pretty jacked-up fuck. You know, I mean, no lie. He's going to end up on the roster somewhere. I think he's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of potential. So, you know, the backpack stunner, I think, is, is awesome. So we'll we'll see where that goes. I think that within the next... I don't know, four or five months, he's going to be on the SmackDown roster. I think a lot of these guys are. Uh, We move on, of course, to the final elimination of the night. They do the pros poll, and here is the result of that pros poll.
7: Striker.
8: Well, gentlemen, there are five rookies left, but tonight, only four will remain, because the WWE pros... Have cast their votes. For one of you, the journey comes to an end. Your dreams are shattered. But the rest of you will soldier on with dreams very much alive. Because not only will you win NXT, not only will you become the WWE's next breakout star, but the winner of the NXT competition will have earned himself a championship match live on pay-per-view. With that said, the time has come. Let's see the new Rose
7: Pole.
1: No surprise there in my mind. Number one again this week. Still no move at the top. Tunga again number two. Slater moves up
8: the slot to number three. Okay. Darren Young, please step forward. Justin Gabriel, please step forward. As we know, whoever is ranked last will be eliminated. Let's see who's going home.
1: Gabriel hangs on. Young is done.
8: Darren Young, you've been eliminated. What are your thoughts? You know what? I'm going to give you the microphone. Why don't you tell the pros poll personally what you think? Go right ahead.
6: You know, I was hoping this day wouldn't come but to be quite honest, not only do I want to thank the fans in attendance for giving me the opportunity to perform in front of you guys, but I want to thank the fans at home. The difference between me and every other NXT rookie is I have respect. I have respect for you. I have respect for you, and I do have respect for you. Respect for you, respect for you, and respect for you. I'm not going to come up here and holler and cry, but I just want to say thank you. NXT is over for me.
7: <laughs>
1: Shouldn't have been so nice.
3: Class act.
1: We're no longer going to see Darren Young, and thank God we're no longer going to see Daniel Bryan. Perhaps Darren Young has a different view of the WWE universe now. Maybe he should just
6: leave. This is not the last time you will see of Darren Young. You can believe that.
8: Folks, we're down to our final four. And next week, the competition will truly intensify. We'll see all of you next week, right here on NXT.
1: I'll spend some night here tonight. And, uh, ridiculous. Coward. Absolutely cowardly attacked by Daniel Bryan.
4: I don't think anyone will ever forget what took place earlier between you and, and Daniel Bryan. It, it was certainly uncalled
1: for. Well, let's refocus on next week. Another elimination on the way.
3: It's a huge night next week here on NXT. We go from 4 to 3. We'll see you right here next week on NXT.
2: I love the fact that Michael Cole is coming out and being like, oh, it was a cowardly attack. It was uncalled for. I didn't deserve it. I'm just doing my job. But, you know, week in and week out, Michael Cole has been the guy to bust Brian Danielson's balls every show. So did he deserve it? Hell, yes, he deserved it. I love it. It was great for ratings. You know, that was a much better shoot than, you know, say, the Joey Styles thing that happened a few years ago. Like, this has legs to it. I'm liking where this is going. I think overall, like I said, this was a damn good show tonight. And it really, I think, for people who are kind of, uh, I don't want to watch this anymore, it's getting kind of lame. I kind of hope that this pulled them back in just a little bit. It kind of re enjoyed what WWE put out tonight. And, you know, I hope that gets back to them in their inner circle. You've impressed me. You've done a great job tonight with this show. Keep up the good work. Keep it controversial. Do things that we're not expecting. Because you hit a homer tonight with this. Um, you know, and that was NXT for tonight, guys. I mean, all around, good show. I gave it an A. So I'm going to open the phone lines. And if you guys want to call in, give me your comments, your thoughts, your opinions on what went down tonight at NXT. The form is yours, of course, just to add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype Or give me a call at 501-588-7957. And I would love to hear what you guys have to say about the show tonight. Because I'm hoping that you guys feel the same way that I do. That they did a damn good job with this product tonight. I could be wrong. There could be a ton of you out there that think this is the worst show on television right now. But I definitely look forward to hearing... Uh, exactly what you guys do have to say. And I do believe I have a caller on the line right now. Welcome to Unplugged. Who is this?
9: This is the writer of Sun City Smackdown on from HeadlocksHeadlines.com, Randy McWilliams.
2: Hey, Randy. What's going on tonight, buddy?
9: Good, good. I got to see NXT. And for my watchable meter, I got to give it an 8 now because of this. Because I am so happy that Danielson finally did something to fucking Michael Cole. Because yeah, I can understand that's his gimmick at all, but it was just pissing me off because he's over here saying, "Oh, Danielson should it be this? Danielson should it be that?" And if it wasn't, second. and if it wasn't for Jr. having that bout with Bell's palsy after he said the crucify comment, Cole wouldn't have a job in the WWE. Period. <laughs> True story. Yeah, which is kind of ironic, too, with the whole crucifixion thing. But, yeah, like Cole's one to talk about people getting jobs, and it was happy seeing him get beat up, even though I would have preferred a cattle mutilation or the elbow strikes. I'll take that for now.
2: Well, I think if he'd had him in the ring and wasn't being broken up by referees and Matt Stryker and all that, he probably would have got a lot better licks on uh, on poor Michael Cole. But you know what? I loved it. I loved seeing... Him snap tonight and just take it to Cole. I mean, he's been eliminated. I mean, what can they do to him?
9: They can't. It reminds me of like when Matt Hardy beat up on Edge. It's like, he's fired. What do you do to him? Just kick him out? Oh, well.
2: No, but so overall, you thought the show was. uh, Have you kind of felt like I have recently where the show has kind of taken a different turn where it, it started off strong and then. You know, toward the middle there it just it got pretty lame with all the stupid challenges. And now that they've started these eliminations, this, this show has really uh it's really changed quite a bit. I mean they're really starting to pull the viewers who may have, you know, stopped watching those first weeks back into it with these tactics.
9: Yeah, I think WWE knows exactly what they're doing when they try to piss us off with all these gimmicks with, oh, they're not pushing Daniel Bryan. They're doing these obstacle challenges. They're waiting till we're at we're we're lowest when we can give two shits about WWE anymore and might even become a TNA fan. Just start going to row three and saying stupid shit, being an Anderson asshole, whatever. But then they get us with that one thing. They eliminate Daniel Bryan, the one person who we all thought was going to win, because we all know the credentials he did. He's been trained by Shawn Michaels, even though that hasn't done jack shit for anybody in the WWE. Sadly, he, hell, William Regal helped train him too. We know all he's done. He's had five star matches before. He's done everything that only maybe a select few in the WWE can do, and that's maybe Taker, Triple H, to depend on who you think, CM Punk, whatever. Oh, and as Travis told me, of course he knows the Japanese thing, Masato Tanaka also trained him too, which makes Danielson even cooler, but we'll see what happens there with Danielson.
2: Well, you know, and they did a good job of swerving us ever since uh, this elimination happened last week. Uh, When you think about it, I mean, everybody, including me, had pretty much pegged uh, Danielson to show up on Raw this past week and be Bret Hart's substitute. Taking on The Miz and winning the United States Championship. That's a situation to me that I find interesting because, you know, the 17th was supposed to be Bret Hart's last working date with uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Now, I'm assuming they're probably going to have some sort of tournament for the U.S. title or figure out some way to put this belt on somebody. Uh, I can't see it going back to The Miz. Bret is done with the company. I can't see him showing up this Sunday uh, and wrestling. You know, more than likely, if anything happens, he'll show up this Sunday and, you know, forfeit the belt to the WWE, or as he said, the WWF offices. Um, I I just, I think it's weird because a lot of people, including myself, and even a lot of the mainstream, you know, internet wrestling websites, were reporting this was probably going to be the situation. And, uh, you know, good on them. They swerved us again and went somewhere completely, uh, you know. In a different direction, and of course we saw Danielson there tonight, so nobody saw that coming.
9: Yeah, they WWE's done a good swerve job on us ever since then, and and anything in general, come to think of it.
2: Well, you know, they always talk shit about the internet wrestling community. But at the end of the day, they listen to what we have to say, and they gauge our responses on it. And then they take what we say, and they try to do something with it. So, I gotta give them credit for that.
9: Yeah, I will give WWE their credit, where credit is due. And, well, hopefully NXT will get a little bit better. I, I kind of want to see Skip Shipfield do something now, even though he has failed a uh, drug test before, and he still looks like a retarded cowboy to me, but that's another story.
2: Yep, 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 what it do, what it do.
9: Yeah. I I
2: think that the stunner, though, is sick, man. The fucking over-the-shoulder, uh, Stone Cold stunner is, is kick-ass. Love that.
9: yeah. Has a long name too, the over-the-shoulder boulder holder. <laughs>
2: well, he's got that goofy-ass gimmick.
9: Yeah, it works with him, so fucking let him have it.
2: Well, you know he looks like a big retarded Texan, right? Yeah.
9: Whoa, 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 whoa! What's it? No nah. <laughs> he could have been a retarded cowboy, but not a Texan.
2: Oh, bro, it's already
9: enough that uh, the Oklahoma thing. Because I like the Longhorns. Now, I don't. I have respect for Oklahoma, just not the Sooners and. Another reason I kind of don't like swagger either, but, well, I can respect Dr. Def Steve Williams. That's, he gets my respect, swagger a little bit.
2: Uh, See, I knew I'd stir that up with you, because I know you're from Texas. And, and, to be quite honest, I've spent a lot of my formative years living in Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Texas. So, I'm kind of a mixture of all three of those states, when you really want to think about it. So, I don't claim any one of them, you know, as being my natural home, but, you know, I take credit for living in all three places, so I just like to stir the pot a little bit.
9: Yeah, yeah. It's happened before too.
2: <laughs> the sad thing is people think I'm from Canada because I'm I'm living in Canada now, which is which is crazy. I have to throw that out every every now and then that I'm not a Canadian. I'm just an American living in Canada.
9: Thought you were at first too. I'm not even gonna lie until I found out I was like, wait. You're American? Oh shit.
2: Yeah, I just happened to marry a Canadian. Yeah. I know, it happens to the best of us, I don't know.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you got anything else on your mind as far as uh, NXT or any other news you wanted to kind of break out?
9: No, that's really about it. NXT should get better. The watchful meter, I said, is about an 8. And hopefully I'm going to be able to go to the SmackDown show in Las Cruces on May... Should I keep on forgetting the date? 29th. And what is that? It could be a s- – I'll try to put a report on the show if I make it there on the next show. Whenever if it's WNL, whatever, I'll try to see what I can do to see how good our house shows are doing in SmackDown coming here.
2: No, that's cool. I'd, I'd love to hear about that. So looking forward to it. All right, Randy. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for calling in tonight, buddy, and uh, I guess I will talk to you soon.
9: All right. Thank you. Peace out. All
2: right, man. So, guys, the phone lines are open again if you want to call and give me your uh, your impressions, your thoughts on NXT. The number, of course, 501-588-7957. And, of course, until I get a call, I think I might go ahead and start discussing some of the SmackDown spoilers. So if you don't want to hear the SmackDown spoilers, you might want to turn your player down for, for just a moment. I wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody that didn't want to hear about it. Uh, that's not true. I don't really care. I'll spoil it for you any damn way. Okay, let's look over this. And I want to give credit to Crelly, the official news source, who actually is calling in, believe it or not. I may as well take this call. And let him plug this himself. Crelly, are you there? Welcome to Unplugged. Who's this?
10: Uh, it's none other than Chris Crelley. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was just talking about you. Your ears must have been burning.
10: Yeah, that's why my ears were burning. I, I just thought that I was a bit too hot. And man, tonight, tonight I actually um, took the time to find a stream to watch NXT. And, this, and that shoot interview, or shoot promo if you will, that was fantastic. Like, like you said, edgy is the best way to get viewers. Oh, absolutely. Like that. Like that when it that of course attract like the old era fans like because back then when it back then everything was edgy, so that was that like seriously on a on a I don't know and an, an, an awesome meter that would be about a nine out of ten it was just a fantastic show and WWE have done what what we wanted them to do they've got us caring about the product again because hell I actually stopped I I actually quit recapping that show. I don't think we can do it because boring as shit. But now I'm I'm sat here every Tuesday night trying to find something, to, find somewhere to watch it. And by God, it was awesome.
2: No, I, I I completely agree. I loved the show tonight. I thought they did a fantastic job, and I I can't wait for next week. To be quite honest, I'm really looking forward yeah. to what they bring out next week. I mean, is Skip Sheffield going to come out and beat the shit out of William, uh, William Regal or you know Matt Stryker or you know? David Otunga. I mean, you know, we we could have that now. I mean, obviously, if they're bringing people back after they've been eliminated, they have something in the works.
10: Mm, and like hell, they could, they could even if they want to bring Vincent Man to NXT to respond to uh to uh to to bind the thing and saying thing. Actually, who released us? Who actually released us? Have, have Vincent Man come on NXT? And go, you were released because I put. how can I trust you? Et cetera, et cetera. So right now there are so many possible storylines that we could that we could see, and and you know what NXT does something that uh, that impact does not do. It makes us want to watch it. Hell, like I'm, I'm sure people will e- even tr- try and find spoilers just before the show starts because they're that interested to find out what's going on. This product is probably, and I hate to say it, is the most interesting product on TV right now in terms of wrestling.
2: Well, as of this week, I mean, last week I wouldn't have said that, uh, or, or I, I guess right before last week I wouldn't have said that, but you know, after this week, yeah, I would have to agree that that point.
10: And like this, and like, and I, I do believe that they're going to have one more series of NXT before they do, um, before they move SmackDown over to um, Sci-Fi. I'm not sure what's going down with it, but if they keep booking it uh, the way they booked it this week. I I will find every possible way to watch that show. I don't care if it will be on a stream. I don't care if I have to wait until flipping uh, Sunday morning to watch it here in England. I will watch that show because this show is interesting to me now.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I know that they're talking this might end in mid-June. So, you know, we've got another good month. Again, we have four people as of this week. Darren Young is gone. So it's Justin Gabriel, Heath Slater, David Otunga. And Wade Barrett, and I still say Wade Barrett's going to win this thing.
10: Yeah, uh, I would have to. Okay, this might be because I'm English and that, lot, but Wade Barrett is the most nat, is the most naturally talented guy there. Plus, he can speak on the mic because he was down in F W as the announcer. So he is what I would call a, like a diamond in the rough. He just give just let, let him train with, with Jericho behind the scenes, and you might have yourself a, a international main eventer. When, when was the last time the WWE had someone that was that was not from America or Canada that could make that commander in a show?
2: Uh, it's, it's been a while. In fact, you know, Wade Barrett likes to make the claim that he's going to be the first ever English-born uh, WWE champion, because we haven't had one of those before.
10: And you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. But but by all reports, apparently the winner of NXT will tag with their pro to face the uh, the unified tag champions. See, that's stupid.
2: That's stupid. That's not what they said initially when this contest started. The winner was supposed to get a title match of his choosing on pay-per-view. And now it's like they're wanting to change it to, uh, he gets to, you know, do something with his pro. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, you look at that, if that is the case, then that means Wade Barrett and Chris Jericho would be teaming up to take out whoever are the Unified tag team champions. Now, what happens, pray tell, if Jiz becomes the tag team champions?
4: Does Jericho have to
2: beat himself up so he and Wade Barrett can win those titles? To me, that's not a realistic scenario. Uh, You know, I I just, I don't like the fact that they're going to lump them in with a pro and make them a tag team champion. The hell with that. Let them go after a title, you know. They can go after a World Heavyweight Championship. Doesn't mean they're going to win it on their first try. And they I have never a good show.
10: I never again want to hear the words Jizz and Chris Jerko beating himself in the same sentence.
2: Well, that was the point. <laughs> That's why I said it that way.
10: But uh, And also, doesn't this, doesn't this make David Ohtonga look like a bit of an idiot for, for, uh, for, for turning on John Cena last month or so? When he had the title shot?
2: Not really, because it solidified him as a heel. And I think that was really the whole point. The fact that he was hosting Raw that night. He did it to help out Batista, who he was kissing up to. And he solidified himself as the heel in this competition. I mean, a lot of people don't like Otunga. I don't think he's that great in the ring, but i got to give the guy props. He's got mad mic skills, and he's got charisma. And it's not just because he's Jennifer Husband's... Or Jennifer Hudson's husband, you know. I mean, he has that it factor.
10: the uh, The way the way you term it there, that's kind of like the heat that John Cena has, isn't it? He can't wrestle in, in brackets there, uh, but he's good. He, he's got the mic. Might we po- possibly have a young John Cena on our hands here in Otunga?
2: I don't know about John Cena. I think you know. I see a lot of The Rock in David Otunga, and it's not just because he's hmm. black. Uh, I, I really think that you know he knows how to work that microphone. And I think that given a little more time and a little more opportunity, he's going to be a breakout star on whatever brand he lands on. And I guarantee you he's going to be on Raw.
10: Well, I read a report earlier. I'm not sure if you saw it. Uh, SmackDown are now looking for a brand new um, American-African star. And it's, it's between MVP, um, R-Truth, Kofi and Tonga there's also reports that a Shelton Benjamin might be brought back to fill that hole.
2: You know what? They gave Shelton Benjamin, what, 10 years, and they never really did anything with the kid? He mm-hmm. got a push, he got de-pushed. He got a push, he got de-pushed. I, I don't know that bringing Shelton Benjamin back is, is going to help anything. Because yeah. then is going to have to change his finisher again.
10: Unless they, unless they have a match to see who can have that finisher. There you go. Stranger okay. things have
2: happened. I mean, you're going to have a match with Internet Dave over a fucking name. So, I mean, anything is possible in the world of professional wrestling.
10: Hell, you could you could have a backward ladder match, a backwards wheel rumble, a backwards cage match. Wait, are we talking about WWE or TNA again? I forgot. But, I don't know. yeah, overall, and I know that I know you're being slammed with phone calls. NXT gets four woos out of five woos, and a blade, why not? Um, I, am look, I am looking forward to seeing how this progresses, and I'm very uh, interested to, to see what happens next week.
2: Well, before you let me go, I don't know if you're aware of it, but I did actually get the um, complete episode up of uh, Showdown Saturday Night. Yeah, I saw it. Oh, you saw it? Well, congratulations, you won, you won a match.
10: And you hit <laughs> a finisher,
2: I... <laughs> I couldn't believe it.
10: I I say going, wow! I I hit I hit the the uh, the zigzag, which 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 I now calling the the crisscross, and then I hit the unprinter. Oh yay!
2: Which you, you should rename, by the way.
10: Um, hmm. that un- the un the un the un, un- stutterer. No, um, <laughs> no, um.
2: Yes, the unstutterer. I love it. It totally works for you. <laughs> That move is now called the unstutterer. Thank you, Crelly. That's awesome.
10: <laughs> the the Chris Cross followed by the unstutterer. Fantastic.
2: That's awesome. And you even cut a you even cut an awesome promo.
10: I'm, I'm quite surprised you you didn't have like me me kind of repeating words. Uh, like it's kind of like my start might be fake. Who knows?
2: But Crelly, yeah, <laughs> Crelly, come on! I, I've only got an hour to kind of really mess with this stuff. If if I put the stuttering in, we'd we'd it'd be like a three hour you know promo, and I just don't have the time. So. Now, you know what? Congratulations on your win. You know, it was good to see you finally hit a finisher for once, so.
10: Anyway, man, <laughs> thanks for having me on the show, and thanks for letting me, let, let, let me win a match with the Antatova.
2: <laughs> All right, Crelly, we'll talk to you later, buddy. Peace. Oh, so the phone lines are open again if you guys want to uh, <laughs> give me a call before we kind of take our first commercial break talking about NXT. Uh, The number, of course, 501-588-7957, and I will take your call. (sighs) I'm very laid back and very chill tonight. I worked on the eFed all day, and then I went out and picked up my copy of Red Dead Redemption. And unfortunately, I'm not going to do a review for that tonight. I think we're going to hold off and do a review next week once you know Sean and I both have had enough time to kind of get through the game and really be able to give it a proper review. So we'll probably talk a little bit about it tonight because I want to know what Sean's been doing, but we're going to do the review next week. But with that said, I do have a caller on the line. Welcome to Unplugged. Who is this?
0: J well, JJ, what's up? It's Walkie, the, uh, the gittery man. How you doing?
2: I'm good, friend. What, how you been? I'm all right. It's been a while.
0: So long day, long day at work. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been, I've been around.
2: <laughs> Walkie's always around.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm around and all that type of things. But uh, I, I have to, I didn't watch NXT tonight because you know I, it doesn't interest me. But when you played the clip of uh, Daniel Bright or Bray Danielson uh, doing a shoot interview, it just kind of caught me off guard because it's just like, well. <laughs> I know WWE has done work shoot interviews before, but, you know, you mentioned Joey Styles from a few years back, but that kind of caught me a surprise that he would uh, see all that stuff on, the, on live TV, and that has really made it interesting to me, and uh, I'm really interested to see where they take him uh, from this point on, because it's like, holy crap, <laughs> did that just happen? Did I miss that? Oh, crap, I'm like hitting myself, I didn't DVR the thing, but I thought that was interesting. No,
2: it. it did that work up? You know, it is interesting. It, it kind of reminded me a little bit of uh, back in two thousand and five, when Matt Hardy kind of came back into the ring that one time and oh, grabbed yeah. the microphone and <laughs> was putting over Ring of Honor, and you know, of course, security came out and jumped him and took the microphone from him, and it kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Only well, he actually got yeah. to kick the shit out of Michael Cole. <laughs>
0: I I mean that kinda of pays off it's it not kind of, but it's it pays off really all the shit that uh Michael Cole has said about him. I mean like making fun of the internet and all that, just really establishing being a, being a heel. I mean you did you see the part on uh Raw oh well, you girlfriend did. You remember the part on Raw where Michael Cole was just acting like a heel announcer when Bret Hart won the title? It's kinda of like an extensive of that. It's just like set, it was like a payoff I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> that was cool.
2: <laughs> no, that was.
0: But you know, it's I'll, I'll definitely next week have it too, I'll definitely next week uh, DVR uh, NXT and just see where they take this because, you know, and they're, they're gonna really catch the attention of the fans. They're really gonna do something really controversial and really good to really uh, really get these guys over because, really, what Daniel Bryan, really. I, I probably don't know if I catch this, but during when you played that, the, the fans were like almost booing or something like that. So if they want to keep, they've got to keep this up. Because if they go back next week doing the, uh, the stupid contest, it's really not going to work. That's one of the things I really don't miss, that's going to miss about NXT is they do all the stupid shit.
2: Oh, I know. So it,
0: it's interesting to see how it works.
2: I'm glad that we're not seeing contests, quite frankly. I mean, that was the thing that was turning me off from this product because, now granted, right. I can could, I could understand the test of strength with the keg, and I can almost understand the stupid, you know, rainbow and flower talk and all that other shit, trying to, trying to determine what kind of promos these guys can cut. But, you know, some of the challenges were just, you know, just out there. I mean, the endurance challenge, okay, on one hand, I see the point. On the other hand, it's an American Gladiator's ripoff. I mean, thank <laughs> God we're getting away from that. I mean, we have four people left, and somebody's going home next week, so... You know, and, and I got to be honest here. I I almost have to say at this point that it's either going to be Gabriel or He Slater because they're in the bottom two. Oh, I'm
0: kind of like an underdog type of thing.
2: Exactly. I I I think yeah. Otunga and Barrett are going to stay neck and neck in this. It's either going to be Otunga or Barrett taking this thing out, unless they do some sort of swerve where Danielson is brought back into the competition. And Tarver's brought back in because they were eliminated unjustly, which I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I just I have that vibe that after they get rid of one or two more people, they're going to bring these guys back to kind of stretch this out another week.
0: Yeah, they should. If it works as well, if it works as well with uh, uh, with Daniel Bryan and the other guy, they should continue to do that. Because in some ways it just keeps it interested and in all that. But if the the people that uh, get eliminated and are gone beyond next week, it's just like almost be a useless one time deal. I mean, keep the momentum going. <laughs> it's just like what TNA doesn't do. They just don't keep the momentum going. They should keep doing that, and uh, NXT will uh, be interesting. So the one thing that I will laugh about JJ, and I know you'll agree with me on this, is that if by if they happen to do the challenge back, and if they happen to do like a, a sci-fi theme and have them dressed like sci-fi things, I'll laugh my ass off. But if not, they will be like, eh.
2: Oh my god! You know, they're
0: on sci-fi.
2: You know that that could actually be fun if they do something. You know where they do like a, especially in October with Halloween coming up.
0: That would be great.
2: Yeah. Because, you know, they they could have a big tall guy dressed as Chewbacca, you know, and <laughs> you know, maybe Hornswoggle could show up and do the cameo as Yoda. I mean, you know, you could have all kinds of fun shit with that in October. That would be
0: awesome. Hornswoggle is Yoda. <laughs> 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 oh. Or you could have Sentito come over as um Oh shoot. Yeah, have Sentido be a Klingon. That'd be fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I could see that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but oh well. But no, I just wanted to call in and comment in on that. It just. Uh, that's, that's one thing that kind of caught me off guard because I didn't expect anybody to have the free wings of uh, really doing the shoot like Daniel Bryan did. <laughs> so I, I, it's interesting to see where they take the character and. Uh, you know, I'm interested now. So, congratulations to WWE part to do that. And uh, T-Day should take a lesson on uh, could, really keep creating momentum and continuing it. So, so, I'll let you go, JJ. And uh, always good uh, having to talk to you, man. So, uh, you have a good one. We'll take care.
2: All right, Walkie, you take it easy, buddy. It's always a pleasure.
0: Yep. As always. we.
2: All right, that was uh, William Walker Walkison. So, uh, I'm going to take one more call, I think. So, Mike, if you're out there, I know you've got something to say. Called me several times, I haven't been able to get to you. So, the forum is yours. I'll take one more call before break. And then, of course, I'll take calls later on in the show after Sean and I kind of run down some video gaming news and discuss some of the topics of the week. So, uh, again, the number to call, 501-588-7957. Oh, I'm loving this tonight. So easy and laid back. I actually got a chance to play... Red Dead for about an hour before uh, I had to sit down and kind of watch NXT. And uh, I have to admit, from what I've played of it so far, it's pretty kick-ass. I'm really enjoying it. You know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and take that commercial break, and we'll come back. I'll have the sensational Sean. We'll talk some video games and kind of change the subject up a little bit. And later on, I'll, I'll bring out the SmackDown spoilers again, I think. So no worries there for all the people who are interested in what's going on with that. I'll be right back with more Unplugged right here on the SNS Radio Network, the island of Misfit Programming.
3: Gangster tripping. Straight up gangster tripping. Yes, boy. Gangster tripping. Gangster tripping. Gangster tripping. Gangster tripping. Gangster tripping. Gangster tripping. Gangster tripping.
7: Yes, boy. Straight out of black I'm William Regal. My rhyme's so intense.
3: We gangster tripping, yes, boy.
5: Regal, do not just stand there. Bust and move.
3: Full board, nail fighting, paddle to the middle, anything goes. Full throttle, action packed. WWE is over the limit.
6: WWE over the limit.
0: Yo, CJ. Yo,
6: son. I find this sick-ass radio show on the internet that talks about video games and shit like that, man. Yo, yo, yo. This shit is tight.
3: For real, son? Yo, 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 yo. You son. let me know what it's called, bro. Yo, the show is called Unplugged, son. Unplugged? I, I think I heard of that. Uh, don't they talk about wrestling on
0: that show, brother?
6: You no, know, for the first hour, they talk a little bit about wrestling. But for the second hour... They get into video game and movie talk that even you can understand, bro. I'm dead
0: serious. Ah, I see. I see. I hear that, son. I hear that. I hear that. So why don't you go on
6: SundayNightShowdown.com and check it out, fam. I'm dead serious. You'll enjoy it. So
0: that's Tuesday nights at 1130, right? Nah, son. 1030.
6: Get the time right, motherfucker.
3: Aight, aight. 1030 on SundayNightShowdown.com, right?
7: Yeah man, 10:30 on SundayNightShowdown.com. Deuce is my dude.
3: Uh oh, uh oh, someone's diaper is smelly. Uh oh, uh oh, it leaked all over his belly. Uh oh, uh oh, it looks like mustard and jelly. Kiss my wife goodbye while I clean up his bum bum. It's time for a bath. This is gonna be fun, fun. I tried not to get. Gagagagogu, yeah, gagagagal!
2: Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, J.J. Sexay of Sunday Night Showdown. If you're looking for the latest wrestling news on the World Wide Web, you should check out Headlines.com. It's the official news source... For Sunday Night Showdown, and you should make it your official news source as well. Once again, that's Triple W. from Headlocks to Headlines.com. he it off, all right, guys, we're like Another Don't the name, Episode Of Unplugged, right after that commercial break. And yes, I am a stay at home dad. Kind of like uh, my whole day in a nutshell, right there. And I do believe joining me on the line right now, he is my co host, my guru of gaming. Welcome to the program, the sensational Sean. What's going on, buddy?
11: How's it going, JJ?
2: What's going on, right, man? What's up?
11: Hopefully, I don't job this Skype tonight, because I don't know what's going on with it tonight. It seems a little weird.
2: Yeah, it gets kind of wonky about this time of night. I don't know what's up with it, but we're dealing with it. Yeah.
11: Um, there's one thing I want to talk about first. I just watched it while um, Walkie was on the line, and it kind of ticked me off to the point where first thing I said is, "I've got to talk about this." Um, they released a new trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops. Um, it was just released uh, a couple hours ago. Did you get a chance to take a look at it?
2: No, man, I've been busy since I got home, so I haven't really yeah. had an opportunity to check it out.
11: Um, <clears throat> Treyarch, I don't know what's going on at Activision and Treyarch because I know they got the Infinity Ward crap going on. I know they got uh, Revive Studios, or whatever they're calling themselves now. Um, I don't know what's going on, but Treyarch and Activision, I guess, have decided to go half-Vietnam, half-Modern Warfare type game for Black Ops. Um, The trailer takes away, takes out of uh, part of the trailer, you're in a um, Siberian-esque, frozen tundra-like place, and you're just kind of like, didn't we just see this in Modern Warfare 2? And then they go to jungles with the old, uh, I'm trying to uh kind of like the old hel- the old transport helicopters with the uh the shark teeth on the front of the helicopter with the uh 50 cal in the middle I mean I'm kind of like are we going Vietnam or are we going for modern warfare
2: you talking about the cobra
11: what? yeah the cobra no, no no not the cobra it's uh it's a t- it's a transport
2: oh the uh I I know the name of the ship but I can't think of the name of it right right off the hand
11: yeah, I can't think off the top of my head, but...
2: Starts with an S.
11: Is... Yeah. But it's like they're going half and half. And if they're going half and half, then they should say half and half. That half of it's going to be in Vietnam, half of it's going to be in war- Modern Warfare. I mean, Call of Duty, say... half
2: and half. <laughs> it's got a ring <laughs> there to you it. Go. It's got a ring to it.
11: I mean, it's, it seriously ticked me off because... Activision said straight up, "Modern Warfare is the Modern Warfare. That's it. It's going to be Modern Warfare for three games, and then they can go do whatever the heck they want afterwards." Hmm. But instead, Treyarch's like, "Oh, I want to. We want to do that. We want to use that engine." And Activision, of course, with the crap that's going on, says, "You, you can go right ahead. They ain't going to say nothing." I'm pretty sure that when Modern Warfare 3 comes out it's going to be one of the worst games ever created
2: I don't know man I mean it has the potential there that's a typical video game company
11: yeah it's just I don't know what it just ticked me off so much that that just made me want to punch out the owner of Activision basically or kick in the head like Danielson tried to do to Michael Cole Hell yeah. One to two. Hell yeah. Well, you know, um,
2: next week I, I do want to kind of do uh, a pretty in-depth review of uh, Red Dead Redemption. I haven't had an opportunity to really play that much into it. I played for about an hour tonight. And uh, I'm liking it so far. I, I'm, I've, all I've done really so far is just kind of kill some some deer. And uh, I started the... I haven't played multiplayer yet, but I, I started the single-player campaign or you know, just kind of hanging around the ranch there and, you know, shooting coyotes and shit and going out on my own and just, you know, seeing what all I can do, what kind of trouble that I can get into. Just watch out for mountain lions if you're playing the game. Mountain lions are a motherfucker in this game, let me tell you. You know, you'd be sitting there riding on your horse, and next thing you know your horse is dead because the mountain lion has attacked you and you didn't know about it. And then you're dead because the mountain lion owned your ass.
11: I've, um... Well, since we're talking about that, I've uh, I have planned for next week. It's going to be three video game reviews. We're going to talk about Alan actually.
2: Wake. Whoa, whoa, hold on a second. I was going to talk to you about that. Not three. Let's do Not one three. or two and parlay them off to the next week.
11: Oh, that means I got to a replay of the third one over. Well, no, we'll play it. We'll push Alan Wake to the next, the other week.
2: Yeah, Alan Alan, Alan Wake, Wake is is Wake. one that's going to be very in depth. So you're going to want to have time with that one.
11: Yeah, because. I'm still playing split second. I mean I I turned off I, I knew I wasn't going to pay attention when I when I started doing the show tonight. So I was like, you know what? I'll I'm gonna play split second for a little while. Play that while um waiting for the waiting to come on. Um so I've been playing a lot of split second today. But I've ha- I have been playing Red Dead Redemption. I got to the the city that I can't remember the name of the city. Uh, Armadillo. That's the name of the city. I got to the Armadillo City. I bought myself the little hotel-type thing. I had my first duel, which I got to say was a lot different than I was expecting. Because you've got to pull up on the right stick while clicking the right trigger. And then when you get to the top, you can then click on the right... The right button, the top R, R button at the top, and it fires. I got six headshots in before the guy fell to the ground.
2: Hang on a second, Sean. If we're going to do this, I've got to play a little ambience, you know, like a little ambiance, because I think this, this completely works for this. <laughs> okay, go ahead and continue. Um... Make my day, punk. I, I, I totally I totally want a western game where you can make your own character just so I can go back and make a Clint Eastwood. That would be fucking epic. They should make a Clint Eastwood spaghetti western game based on all the movies that Clint Eastwood has been in. Yeah. That would fucking rule.
11: But I'm definitely calling... um. I'm definitely calling Red Dead Redemption the Grand Theft Auto in the Western era.
2: Oh, absolutely. You can go and steal horses and, you know, uh, you know, loot people. You find dead bodies. You take their money. You kill people. You take their money. You take whatever they have. Oh, yeah, it's totally Grand Theft Auto. I love it.
11: Yeah, I'm, um, let me see. I've, I went for my first bounty. After, I went after a guy. And as I was trying to get up on the cliff where he was, uh, another guy all of a sudden looked at me. And decided he didn't want me to come up there, and he shot me straight off. And it caught me off guard, knocked me all the way down the mountain, and they just continued to blast at me and took me out. So I've had my first, first death experience in the game, and it sucks.
2: I just remember going to Armadillo, and the first thing that I did was kick some dude's ass. I kind of bumped into him and pushed him down, and he got up and he, like, put his fists up. So I put my gun away. And took him down UFC style and started pounding the fuck out of his face. It was a good time. I mean, I felt like Rockstar kind of took some cues from UFC and and really put it into this game. Because I just love going up and just randomly beating the shit out of people on the street. And they'll either fight you or they'll, like, cower and let you beat the crap out of them. And when they're down, you just keep kicking them and shit. It's awesome, dude. Fucking love it. Just beating the fuck out of people.
11: I haven't had a chance to do that. I'll have to try that out um, tomorrow when I get off of work. But um, it's definitely been a really fun experience. And I definitely can't wait um, to get some more playtime. Because even I was talking to my uh, my guys at GameStop this afternoon. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get uh, Red Dead Redemption. And they're like, yeah, you might as well buy that. You're not going to get done with the playtime that you're hoping to get. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, your playtime will pretty much be, uh, you'll get through about four days. You won't beat it. You'll be looking at your screen like, "I want to beat this game before I've got to do this," and nope, you won't beat it. You'll be sitting there playing. You'll be like, "What in the world am I supposed to do now?" So they've basically said, "I have to go buy the game," which I probably will from GameFly, where I only I only have to spend oh I don't know uh, forty four dollars for the sixty dollar game. Yeah.
2: Well, and well, Thursday I am going to go and put my money down on uh, Alpha Protocol. So. Not next week, but the week after, I'm going to do a review of Alpha Protocol because that's another one I'm really looking forward to. So I'm going to spend the next week really getting in depth playing Red Dead Redemption, and you know, like I said, we'll do a we'll do a big time review next week and really spend a lot of time on it and kind of give people the idea of what all you can do in this game. But like I said, I was just kind of messing around on the ranch. I actually went up on this cliff and uh, got off my horse, and like I saw these three dudes, you know, coming in on horses, and one of them actually stopped to take a piss, He got off his horse, and went into the rocks, and took a piss, and so I pulled out my rifle from the top of the cliff, and fucking popped him right as he got finished pissing, and then all hell broke loose, because his buddies started shooting at me, and then my notoriety went up, and I had like bad karma points, and like I had all these, these dudes coming at me on horses, trying to shoot me from up top, and I just fucking slaughtered every goddamn one of them. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm not saving at this point. I'm just fucking around to see what I can do. And I'm just literally just laying these motherfuckers to waste, because I got the high ground.
11: <laughs> I, it was a moment like that where I was in the Armadillo town, and I was walking out of the saloon, and to my left, there was a guy yelling at some prostitute, like, give me my money back. I want my money back. He's like, I'm going to kill you, you whore. And all this, and then all of a sudden I hear gunshots coming out of nowhere. And I turn around, and there's three guys riding into town, dragging some poor bastard behind Mind them. Off. And I'm like, do I save her? Do I kill them? What do I do? I was like, screw it. So I got up, and I, I said, let her die. I'll loot her body in a minute. And I shot the first guy who was dragging the person. The guy got up after I shot him. And then runs at me and starts starts fighting me. I'm like, Whoa, oh. it's like crap. You're too close. I need, I can't shoot you like that. So I back up a little bit, take my shot, and the guy who was dragging runs up, cracks him over the back of the head, and then runs away. I'm kind of like, you couldn't stay to help me a little longer.
7: Okay,
2: <laughs> that's awesome. You Go
11: that way then. Yeah, it's, I'm like I said, I'm probably going to end up buying this game because it's just been one of those days with it.
2: I knew I knew it was coming out. This was going to be a game that I was going to put my money down on and go pick it up. Uh, there are certain games that I know that I will buy. I, I know I don't have to rent them. If it's a wrestling video game, chances are I'm going to buy it. If it sucks, too bad. I'm going to buy it. Uh, you know, <laughs> Some of the games Rockstar puts out, whether it's Grand Theft Auto or... <laughs> I'm just reading the chat. Red Dead, shoot that guy.
7: <laughs>
2: That's pretty much what it is for me tonight. But like with Rockstar, any Grand Theft Auto game, or you know, I was a big fan of the first Red Dead Revolver on PS2 and Xbox, and I, I still own that game to this day. But like I said, there are certain games that I know when they come out, I'm getting them. I mean, there's just there's no, you know, if-ands or buts about it. I'm going to put the money down. I'm going to go do it. The funny thing was, and Harmony went into GameStop with me last week when I put down the money. And I'm pretty sure that I just bought the normal copy of the game. Somehow I ended up with the Special Collector's Edition from GameStop today. I took it and and like, okay, cool. So it gave me a code that I haven't used yet to unlock some costume and do some other stuff. But I'm really looking forward to getting into maybe later on tomorrow when I have time, kind of jumping on the multiplayer and seeing what that's like. Because I've seen some of the previews for that, and it looks like, you know a lot like the Grand Theft Auto multiplayer where <laughs> where you're running around and hiding in buildings and doing shit and to me that's going to be fun. I hope you can just like hijack a train and fucking run it off the tracks. I mean, really, like I love these sandbox type games. You know, if you can if you can go steal a bus in Grand Theft Auto, by god, I should be able to take a train and do what I want with it, you know?
11: Yeah, I'm kind of hoping that at some point I'll be able to take the car that was in the in the beginning of the game. And drive that around, because that would be awesome.
2: And uh, I, I see the horseman's talking to me for multiplayer. Yeah, I'll hit you up this week. We'll, we'll definitely uh, do some multiplayer. I'll invite you when I have time. That'll be fun. Seriously?
11: In the works? I don't know.
2: For For those of you who are wondering, I have an Xbox 360, and my gamer tag is uh, jjackson33. So add me if you want, and uh, I look forward to playing you guys on multiplayer. It's going to be fun.
11: Yeah, I'll probably jump into multiplayer um, sometime after Split Second, because Split Second's pretty much got my attention for the moment. Um, Split Second to me is the uh, is Need for Speed plus Burnout is basically how it's how it's pairing for me. So I'm thoroughly enjoying Split Second. I'll um, after Red Dead Redemption next week. I'll do a quick one for uh, Split Second for all the uh, the racers out there. Because, uh, like JJ said, we're going to pay a lot of attention to Red Dead Redemption, as it's pretty much a huge uh, huge game right now in the gaming world.
2: I'm actually thinking about checking out that uh, Mod Nation Racers, because that looks like it might be kind of interesting as well.
11: That's only for the PS3, you know that, right?
2: I thought it was for Xbox as well.
11: Nope, PS3 only.
2: Well, fuck you guys with your PS threes and your bullshit and your fucking Nazi tactics.
11: <laughs>
2: exactly. Wow. Exactly.
11: Um, I'll probably play it when it uh when I get the chance. But right now, um there's a lot of games coming out within the next few months. I actually just went in today and placed my uh my pre order my pre order for the collector edition of Fallout New Vegas. Which I am I am going to be ecstatic when that comes out. I know that I'm going to cry and get on my knees and cry and thank the Lord for such an awesome game. That's going to make me that's going to take me forty hours to beat and basically keep me up till about seven AM the next morning and then I'll have to go to work.
2: You know, I'm looking forward to Fallout Vegas, to be quite honest. Yes. You know, I mean I have Fallout three I love that game. I am totally going to... that. That's another pre-order that's going to come down. Isn't that coming out October
11: 26th? Um. Yes, I believe so.
2: Yeah, I, I believe that was the date that I had heard. October 26th. I know SmackDown vs. Raw is being advertised as possibly coming out October 19th. So, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be a rough week for me, because i got two games I want, you know?
11: I've got to go... <clears throat> actually to go along with this um i got to put some more money on my um my starcraft 2 pre-order for my collector's edition that's $100 i got to go put some more money on that before that comes out in june july um to go along with that there's some news that just came out today that if you're uh you're playing the beta the beta will end on may 31st but it will be returning oh about a few weeks later about uh but a month later, it will return right before the release date of July 27th. So, if you're playing the beta, go ahead and get yourself a uh, a chance in the game. Get yourself some play time. And then uh, it's going to end because it's going to be one of those days where you're kind of like playing and then all of a sudden it's gone and you got to get your fix somewhere else. you got to go back to World of Warcraft to get your fix. And then two or three weeks later, it'll come back so you can play again. Josh, I'm looking at you.
2: Now, again, I don't have a PS3, but I'm hearing a lot of stuff about uh, Little Big Planet Two, which they should rename this to uh, Dev Kit Two because you can pretty much make any game that you want with this, whether it's a shooter or platformer or racer, uh, you know, with everything that they have. In this game. So they may as well just like, you know, tell you that you're buying a dev kit when you buy this game. Basically. And everything yeah, that you um, did in the first one does carry over to the second one. So to me, that seems interesting. I'm not a big Sackboy fan, but I would like to see how that actually works because I'm intrigued at having something that I can make my own game. To me, that that's an interesting concept.
11: Yeah, I'm kind of looking at it as to the point of if. If it's anything like the first one, I mean, I've watched some of the kids play. I've watched some of the teens that come in the library play the first one. And if it's anything like the first one, I'll play it. I mean, it's pretty cool. It's definitely, it definitely looks like it's enjoyable. Um, And I'll have to definitely try it out at some point. But, like, right now it's just they they're announcing so many things they're saying all of these things are going to happen come uh, June for E3, which is right around the corner, man. I can't believe that. I'm really looking forward to this year's E3 because we've got so many games that have been announced, and they're trying to get more information out, and they're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to go with E3. If you want to find out more information, you're going to watch E3. So, well,
2: you know, I'm definitely going to be watching E3 this year to find out what's going on. There's a lot of games that I want to find out about, you know, especially as it relates to the SmackDown versus Raw franchise. They have another WWE game that they're going to be announcing uh, at the event, which I think is a rumored Legends type arcade style game that I believe Paul Bearer was doing voiceover work for not too long ago. So that's intriguing. Well, I want to find out what's going on with that.
11: Um, there was a Announcement on IGN, or not announcement, but on the listing for uh, some of their stuff uh, for IGNs.com's coming preview for E3. Uh, one of the games that they had, and Corelli just put it in the chat room, is uh, WB Online. Um, it's supposedly going to be like like a type of MMO, I guess, for the PC. Which, and apparently JJ just logged into his Xbox I see how it is.
2: Yes, I'm checking something. So glad that you keep on top of these things. Mr. I'm still playing on my Xbox while I'm doing a fucking radio show.
11: Well, seeing how the TV is right behind me, thank you very much. That's
2: like skipping school and then fucking finding your teacher there. Oh, hi, Miss Jones. What are you doing here? Oh, hi, Jeff. What are you doing here? I'm playing hooky. What about you?
11: (laughs) But um, yeah, they've definitely announced WWE Online, which I'm I'm pretty sure it's gonna be an MMO for WB. And if they're jumping into a uh, an MMO field, I'm just gonna be like, seriously? I mean, I might as well just forget watching WWE. I can just get it online and forget everything else.
2: Oh, apparently, Dragon Age Origins add-on came out today, The Darkspawn Chronicles.
11: Yep, that was the uh, next thing I was going to talk about was uh, came out for the 360 and the PC today, but not, P- not PS3. PS3's got coming soon, so sucks for you PS3 owners.
2: Absolutely, and it's only 400 Microsoft points, but you get to play as the dark spawn in this, which is kind of cool. I kind of like that that scenario where you can instead of play as the heroic character, you can be a fucking demon or a uh, you know a wraith. I think I might actually have to go and check that out. I think that would be fun to go around killing people as a fucking dark spawn.
11: Yeah. Um I, I meant to say this earlier on. If you're a huge fan of simulation of uh, the PC simulation wrestling games, um total uh crap, now I forgot the name of it. it's uh let me bring it up on my computer here. T E. W, um Total Extreme Warfare two thousand and five? Uh, has become freeware. If you're not in, too sure about what what that is, it's a simulation game for uh, your PC, which allows you to control uh, your, own, your own person, but you're also in charge of your own business and all that. There was a patch that came out, or an update, so to speak, um, for May 2010. Uh, it adds in everything in the real world. It adds in TNA, WWE, Ring of Honor, It's all updated, basically, to be what's going on now. Um, I've been playing it. I've been addicted to it um, for the past uh, few weeks. I was talking to Josh and and CJ about this on Skype the other day. We were in a conversation, and I was playing this, and they were trying to get my attention the entire time, but I was completely involved in this game. Um, You create your own storylines. You can create your own uh, people and have them go into WWE and play. And then you can throw them any kind of match you want. I mean, they had matches ranging from um, the Lions Den match with that Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock did to a uh, no-ropes, barbed-wire explosion match, which I'm pre- I haven't done yet. I'm pretty sure I'm going to try that. with uh, I'm going to throw Abyss and Sabu into that and see what happens. But um, it's free. It just became freeware, so if you get a chance, go, uh, go pick it up. Uh, or go download it, actually. I got my copy from XWT. I will say it. I got it from XWT. You can probably find it online, though. So uh, it's definitely enjoyable. It's definitely a lot of fun, and it's definitely a lot of work involved in it also. Have you
2: got a chance to play the new Tech Mobile throwback on the arcade?
11: No. No, I haven't. I actually bought that.
2: Uh, I've played it once. I kind of liked it. I mean, it's it's very reminiscent of the old Super Nintendo version, but so far, so, you know, it's pretty cool. I'm just looking at the arcade game to see if anything new has come out. There's actually a wrestling game that I'm looking for that hasn't made it out yet, but if you go to GamingRing.com, uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it should be in their database. It's being worked on right now, and when it comes out, it's only going to be like 80 Microsoft points. And, I mean, yeah. graphically, it doesn't look that great, but it looks like it's going to be fun
11: you'll have to um give us an update on that next week.
2: Oh, I will. I'll definitely check into that and find out what's going on.
11: Um Ghost Recon Future Soldier, which is the next next in the Ghost Recon um whatever it's being called has been delayed to March quarter 2011. Which sucks, but I mean, I'd rather uh make do better with this because it was looking pretty sweet. When they were first working on it.
2: Oh, yay. Lips got a Miley Cyrus pack on it. There you go. For all you karaoke people that love Miley Cyrus. I actually have Lips. I bought it when it came out, what, a year ago, two years ago? For Christmas? And you
11: can buy it for like 20 bucks now?
2: Yeah, well, it was a family thing. You know, everybody in this family likes to sing karaoke, you know. Me and Harmony, the kids, you know, we we all, we'll sit around every once in a while and, and play that or American Idol and just kind of, you know, veg out and have fun, but, uh, I don't think I'm going to pay money for Miley Cyrus' stuff. Sorry. I just I don't. Know. No. Go figure.
11: I would um get a little bit into the money right now. Uh Square Enix announced their 2000 fiscal year 2009 results. Um they are up 42%. Uh they don't Let's see. Uh here it is. Uh Square Enix expects to have sales drop 17% this fiscal year 2010 to one hundred and sixty billion yen, which is one point seventy three billion, but profits to increase twelve billion yen to one hundred and thirty million. Um pretty much they've gone up a lot of money. Uh they went up one hundred and two point seven million dollars in fiscal year two thousand nine. Actually I'm I'm wrong about that. They went up two point seven billion in revenue. That's what it is. I was looking for that number. They've gone up 192 billion yen, or which equals to, in American dollars, 2.07 billion dollars. Seriously, whatever you're doing, Square Enix, you're doing great at it, because apparently Ubisoft has lost money this year. Ubisoft lost 76.2 million in the fiscal year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I'm looking for numbers. Yes. Yeah. Um, quarter four sales were up by 1.9%. Uh, they were up 266.7 million. But, okay, here's the numbers Ubisoft reported today. Released its financial earnings report to investors for a fiscal year 2009-2010, ending March 31st. Reporting sales of $1.1 with an operating loss of $76.2 million. They lost a lot of money. And you know why they lost money? Why? Because of that crap DRM they have in their stuff. And the PC stuff, they got the DRM, which is supposed to stop piracy. Yeah, guess what? It doesn't stop piracy. It just screws you over while you're playing the game, and doesn't allow you to install the game, but only uh, oh three times. Nice. Stup- it's stupid bullshit. Um. Oh hey, uh, here's something that any uh, any Sega fan will enjoy. Sega. You can go. <laughs> God help me! It just scared the living crap out of me. Um. <laughs> You can go buy the entire Sega game pack on Steam for $90. Um, let's see what we got. We got the Empire Total War series. The entire thing, which is like six games in one. The Space Siege game, the club, Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, Alien vs. Predator. This is the new Aliens vs. Predator. Not the old ones, but you can probably buy the new ones. And then there's about uh, old... I think about six or seven more uh, let me see if I can pull this up uh there's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten hey eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two twenty three there's twenty two twenty three things in this one pack see, um, I told you guys you could
2: count past twenty.
11: I'm i I'm gonna smack somebody. But um <laughs> Alien vs. Predator is on this list. Empire Total War, the newest Empire game is on this list. Um Football Manager twenty ten is on this list. Napoleon Total War is on the list. Uh I mean there's a lot. Universe at War, which was a pretty good real time strategy game, is on the list. I mean, they've got some pretty sweet deals with these games. I mean, Alone, Aliens vs. Predator, Empire Total War, Napoleon Total War, and the football manager would all run you about uh, $300. Just alone in store. So if you really want to buy some uh, buy some Sega games, this is the time to do it. Buy it on Steam, you can go to that, and you can go down, download Portal at the same time. You can go get um, Portal for free on Steam now, because they're celebrating the uh, the anniversary of Steam.
2: Now, in case you're wondering, I just logged off the Xbox, so I'm no longer on. I wasn't on. paying attention. Well, I just wanted to make sure that we we covered that, so everybody knows that I'm no well, longer on my Xbox.
11: I'm still logged in, so, oh yeah.
2: That's fine, because when I'm done with this fucking show, I'm going to go right back on, and I'm going to go play me some Red Dead Revolver. In fact, I'm going to end the show tonight on a very Western-style theme. So if you guys don't like it, fuck you. I'm I'm ending it with a Western tonight. That's all there is to it.
11: Wow. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. It's on. Yes,
11: yeah, so I, think, I think when we end the show, I have to go to bed, because I have a meeting at 8.30 in the morning, so... I don't, I don't, I don't care. The Ring of Fire, yeah, you should play Ring of Fire.
2: <laughs> That's all right, That's Sean. I, I understand. You know, you wanna, you wanna pull out that yellow paint and paint a stripe down your back. You don't wanna face me off in a duel. I'd kill you. You know it's true.
11: Oh, we'll play it some more. I mean, I got no problem. We our, We'll play it later on today in my time.
2: I'll blow your head off. It'll be all fun.
11: I'll pull out that repeater and just blast you. And then when you're dead, no I'll just
2: stomp your corpse. Curb stomp you. Brian Danielson Shh. style.
11: Oh, my Lord.
2: Oh, it's on, bitch. It's on.
11: Okay. I'm more than happy to uh, take you out.
2: That sounded kind of gay, no man. Take- that's really gay. Don't, yeah, don't tell me you want to yeah, take easy. me out. That's that's wrong. Shh.
11: Just just hush. You hush. <laughs> Wow.
2: This show is degenerated really quickly. I don't really have any major news to talk about, but, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm hyped, man. I, I finished the eFed stuff today. Put it up. I'm a little behind on it, I know. But, uh, Josh Petra says, tell him to eat a dick, JJ. Eat a dick, Sean. Eat yeah, a you dick. You go eat a dick.
11: You can go eat a j- dick yourself, Josh. Uh, seriously.
2: Wow. <laughs> Sean wants to
11: go iron shake <laughs> on JJ.
2: Wow, <laughs> no, he you. didn't,
11: uh Tony. We're sorry to say this, but you have been future endeavors. Have a great day.
2: Wow, you wanna go iron chic on me? What the fuck kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> what the fuck, man? If anybody knows oh. the chic, it's me. And I could bring the Sheik up any time. In fact, Sheik, what do you think of Sean? Break his back,
6: make him humble, and then fuck his ass. Suplex him, put him in the
3: camel clutch, break his back, and then fuck his ass. Make him humble, to
11: him fucked up.
2: So you respect Iron Sheik or JJ? It's <laughs> right, motherfucker.
11: Wow. Um. Major news for the for us is uh, tomorrow day. Tomorrow tomorrow day. Tomorrow night is uh, the first episode of Pasta Book, where we will be going over Sacrifice. Yes, I claim it. We will be going over Sacrifice, and we will be trying to rebook Sacrifice.
2: It almost sounded like you said tomorrow night is the first night of Pasta Book.
11: Well, tomorrow night can be the first night of Pasta Book, too. I don't care. I'm no. just not looking forward to rebooking Sacrifice. Wow.
2: Oh, you know what? I think it's a challenge. I think you guys do fine, but uh, yeah, tomorrow night the debut of Pass the Book, right here on the SNS Radio Network. I believe it's you and CJ Bowman, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken.
11: Uh, it'll be me and CJ Bowman uh, along with uh, guests for the for the first hour, which is Josh Biedra. Um and then second hour. Uh, well, first hour is the fantasy booking. Second hour is E-Fed. all E-Fed. and since. JJ did post the eFed stuff today. We have something to go over for tomorrow night. Um, so if you want to get your, if you want to do promos, and don't forget the new rule: all promos have to be done. Wow, Josh, seriously. Um, Josh apparently is like crabs on a whore.
2: Wow, that's awesome. A little bit of uh, antibiotics yeah. might clear that up.
11: Uh, sorry, my um. My ADD kicked in. Uh, if you want to cut a promo tomorrow night, is the only night you can do it. Um, no promos are allowed on any other show on this network without without JJ's permission. Which I think JJ's all for us having all promos on that show.
2: Yeah, in, in fact, I've got. Uh, I know I've got a promo from Maverick that I'm going to send to you guys so that you can play it on the show tomorrow. So if you have promos and you want to, like, pre-record them or you want to tape them, you can do that. Send them to me, and I'll make sure that they get to the proper places.
11: Yeah, we're more than happy to take audio files. We're more than happy to – we're going to take – hopefully we'll take live calls tomorrow also for the show. We don't know yet, but we will definitely let you all know during the show. So make sure you're here and listening.
2: And uh, with 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 every good piece of information, sometimes we have to embrace the bad news, too. But uh, I'm not going to get into details here because I am in no way involved with anything I'm about to tell you that went down. Apparently, there has been a, a major issue with the Headlocks Lounge. And as of now, it is no more. So it won't be airing on Friday nights anymore. I don't know. Again, I don't know the specifics. I'm not getting involved because I've got enough stress that I don't need to deal with this shit. But as of right now, from my understanding, all parties involved with the Headlocks Lounge, that show is no more. So on Friday nights, we're free. Again, there's nothing going on. And in no way did I do anything or tell people that they couldn't be on any shows. So I'm not going to take any blame for any of this. I have nothing to do with it. And that's, that's just the way it's going to be.
11: Everyone's fired. That's it. Everybody's fired. <sighs> I'm next anyway. Oh, well. Someone <laughs> left the oven on. Wow. Um, we've got good news. We've had bad news. Oh, man. Um, other news. Red Dead Redemption next week. Split second next week. Alan Wake the week after. Uh, along with... Hopefully, we can get along with UFC 2010, because I think that is coming out next week, is it not, JJ?
2: What's coming out next week?
11: Is UFC 2010 coming out next week?
2: Uh, Yes, as a matter of fact, it is.
11: Okay, the week after next week, we're going to do UFC 2010
2: also. Is that coming out on Tuesday? I believe so. You know what? I might see if I can get a taped interview... With someone from t h q in regards to that game, let's go for it. yeah, I'll see what I can do. No promises, but I'll see what I can do
11: <laughs> um, What else was there? As for news, I think that's it. A lot of fun games coming out um a lot of games coming out within the next few weeks definitely going to be uh very enjoyable if you're a gamer. May 25th is the release date, which is next Tuesday. Thank you Tony for clearing that up.
2: Absolutely. Now, you know what? That's a game that I'm looking forward to checking out. I probably won't buy it right, you know, right out of the gate. I still don't have last year's, but uh if I was going to buy either of them, I'd buy this year's because it's it's got a lot better stuff going on in it. And hey, it's got Kimbo Slice because he'll never be in another UFC game again.
11: <laughs> I'm. that was a rumor going around that at one point they were going to start doing updates for uh different games. Like if you when you updated, it was going to be a roster update. When it updated, all the old people were cleared out, the new people were put in. And I'm going to laugh if he I'm going to laugh massively if they decide to do a uh roster update, and take Kimbo Slice right out. I and mean, that would just be hilarious to me. You know I know what? they won't do it, but...
2: No, they, they won't do it. I mean, don't be surprised if Kimbo Slice ends up in TNA or the WWE. <laughs> I, to be honest, Vince would be crazy not to pick him up. Just with, with all the, the hype that's gone into him over the last little bit, I almost think with his style of doing things, it would be easy for him to learn how to wrestle. So I'm. Don't be surprised.
11: I know it's just me, but I really would not. Don't want to see Kimbo Slice in WWE.
2: Oh, dude! But Tony nails it in the chat room. Kimbo Slice as the new Virgil.
11: Oh God, help me now, dude!
2: That would be epic. Ted DiBiase comes out on Monday Night Raw with Kimbo Slice as his Virgil. That's money. That is fucking money. Book it. Tony, you're a genius. That's fucking money. Vince, if you're listening, go go get Kimbo. Go get him. Put him with Ted DiBiase. It, you will bring in money with this. I'm telling you. It's money. Because all Kimbo would have to do is beat the shit out of people. He wouldn't have to wrestle. He could just be there for DiBiase. That's brilliant.
11: Wow. That's just scary thought alone. But it was good seeing Virgil on TV last night. I was very happy to see him.
2: Really? <laughs> I wasn't happy to I mean, see Virgil. He looked like he ate a small was, village.
11: <laughs> I'm happy to at least see he's not dead. I mean, at the most. Well,
2: yeah, I'm glad he's not dead. But, you know. <laughs> I want to see how I'll long just, that, that goes. I, don't be surprised if he... Uh, basically, does something this weekend on pay per view, and rebels against Ted DiBiase, and helps our truth get the win.
11: Well, I think I was I was watching over the the, per, the moment that he was getting out of the ring, and he was reaching for the belt the entire time, and I think that was something that Senior did used to give him the belt when he when he was getting out of the ring, so that he wouldn't drop the belt. Um, but Virgil was reaching for the belt and actually got his hands on it. And then Tez says, no, why don't you go get the ropes?
2: No, no. The brother wanted to grab the belt so he could run to the pawn shop and make some money. That's why he showed up on Raw. Come on. Virgil's broke.
11: Wow. Isn't he a teacher now or something?
2: I don't know what he's doing. I have a story with Virgil. Back when he went to WCW and he was known as Vincent with the NWO, this was back around 2000, I believe if I'm not mistaken. It was either 99 or 2000. There was a card in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is a resort town. And it's about, I'd say, an hour or two outside of Little Rock. And I went to this uh, wrestling show with the guy that that was training me to wrestle at that point. And it was me and a couple other guys. And Jake the Snake was on this card. Um, Kevin Northcutt, who was on TNA briefly there for a while, as a security guy. Uh, He's actually, he was a pretty good wrestler back in the day. And I think Vader was advertised for the show. Leilani Kai was there. So it was nice to see some of the uh, the veterans. But Virgil was there as Vincent. And he worked the crowd and pissed them off so bad that I guess he got in some guy's face. And the guy, like, literally tried to throw punches at him. And they actually had the police have to come and get this guy. Because he got really belligerent and tried to beat the shit out of uh, Vincent. And they carried him off to his car. As we're leaving the show, we see the cop car that they put this guy into. And he must have been drunk or on PCP or something. He kicked the fucking windows out in the police car. And they had to mace him and his girlfriend down because she was getting kind of crazy too. All this because good old Vincent, Mike Jones, instilled a riot in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Good times. Good times.
11: You know what at some point you're gonna to have to tell a story of your riot
2: yes yes the the show is is nearing its end this week, but yes, I did tell you guys the story of uh the riot that broke down December fifteenth nineteen ninety seven at the Barton Coliseum, the first show that w w e had been back to in Arkansas in Little Rock in like I don't know fifteen years, and uh I got into a fight, and all hell broke loose and Yes, that's a story that I will share with you guys maybe next week when we have more time. Uh, But at this point, I think we should open up the phone lines, maybe take one or two calls, and then just kind of uh, fade off into the night because I'm ready to go play some Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) I want to go kill some motherfuckers. I want to go... Go high on a cliff and fucking snipe people with my fucking rifle, okay? I want to kill wildlife. I want to attack mountain lions. I want to fucking rape and pillage, okay? This is what I want to do when this show is done, people, okay? Thank you, Rockstar, for giving me the outlet to get out all my frustrations in the Old West. Circa 1900. He
11: says he wants to rape and pillage, he's going to go rape and pillage. So lock your wives in the house. Get all your Bibles. Put them in the safe. Cause JJ is coming.
0: Ain't no motherfucker safe. (laughs) I'm coming for all you bitches.
11: Wow.
2: I'm in a mood tonight, aren't
11: I? Yes, yes, you are.
2: I'm very animated. (laughs) Wow. But you know, I I I love the detail that they put in this game. Seriously, like I'm fucking loving it. Uh, We do have another caller on the line. Welcome to Unplugged. Who is this?
12: Yo, dudes. What is up?
2: The most chill motherfucker on the network. What's up, Nick?
12: Yeah, man, just chilling. Everyone's talking about Red Dead, and I told you, I got the PS3 version.
11: No one cares about the PS3.
12: You know what? We got the sweet add-ons, and we get fucking top hats, so you can go suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he told you, bitch.
11: Top hats? What the hell is that crap?
12: Yeah, the PS3 version gets the uh, DLC give us some... Um, it's it's pretty gay, but it has an amazing top hat.
11: You, you know what's going to happen, Nick? Come on. I mean, seriously, it's going to be on the Xbox 360 in about a month. I mean...
12: Yeah, but they're going to charge you for it, so...
11: It pff, charges, what, 30 Microsoft points for the entire pack? Yeah. Can't wait.
12: Yeah. Yeah, but we have it now. And I was gonna say, I went and got it from Best Buy and they were giving away decks of cards for that game, like Red Dead Redemption card decks, and they're pretty freaking sweet. That's fucking awesome.
11: I'm gonna have to contact GameStop to see if they got any of themselves, because I think GameStop was doing the same thing.
12: They were giving away something, but I, I was like, do I get it from here? Do I get it from GameStop? And the best Buy was like, hey, we have cards. And I was like, fuck, I want Cards.
7: <laughs> cards. Cards.
12: Yeah. And I have to say the the online um because that's what I did. I went online. I think I started the game. I shot somebody then went and played online. Because that was all I wanted to do. I wanted to shoot a guy and then play online. So I've been doing that all day because I'm I have extreme ADD when it comes to these games. I can only do one thing for like 5 seconds before I start killing the entire town. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Little boy, he looks at me wrong. BOOM! Right in the fucking head. It's like, you have to go save this person. Oh, I wanna shoot that guy
2: though. Oh, cause I'm telling yeah. you, but, my, my single player campaign, I'm gonna be the most evil motherfucker on the game. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna grease people every time I get a chance and pull up my gun and just say fuck it and shoot them. So what's the save them? Yeah. Fuck it, I'm gonna shoot him. Oh, you wanna ride on my horse? Okay, <laughs> let me get the lasso and tie you to the back of the horse, bitch. You're dragged.
12: Oh, there's tons of that online. I, and, and I have to say the online it, the the way the games begin is so amazing. So it has like it has like a little cops and robbers kind of game. Like one team steals gold, or team has to go save the gold. Straight up death match, capture the flag, all that stuff. But all the game begins and it's 16 players and they all start in a ring. So it's 16 players in a ring and what it does it's basically a big old game of Mexican standoff. And everyone's doing that and then and everyone does the little quick draw. And basically the last player standing gets like an advantage for their team. And you can go into free roaming mode and you can basically just do 16-player Mexican standoffs the entire time.
11: What in the world?
2: I had to get the ambiance going on again. (laughs) He's He's talking about the Mexican ring and we're all blowing each other away and shit, man. I'm telling you, I'm jonesing for this shit, man. I just I have to play this fucking music because it's so fucking epic for this fucking game, dude. Like this is the fucking shit
12: right here. All
2: <laughs> oh oh, you motherfuckers, it's good.
12: Yes, it, uh, it's so uh, it's so. Uh, you can do like assaults on game territories. We were like going. It was like me and a couple of my friends. We're, we're we haven't did it yet, but we're gonna start a posse like probably tomorrow. So we're going into the woods, and like a fucking mountain lion just mauls like half a team. It were just saying like, what the fuck just happened? Mountain
2: lions are fucking awesome.
12: Well, duh-huh, duh little old. lady.
2: Sean, I'm going to meet you at the OK Corral, partner, and I'm going to kill you. I'm going to fix <laughs> your wagon, boy
12: Yeah, man, yeah. This game, I've been scowling at motherfuckers all day trying to get that Clint Eastwood look on me.
2: Telling you, man, they should make a fucking Clint Eastwood western. That would fucking rule.
12: Uh, they did. I think they. I think they did with Red Dead. It's like, I, I, and then I haven't played any of the single player, so I don't know what happened. That town.
2: That's awesome. I I just I hope when they do another Red Dead Revolver that Clint Eastwood is still around so he can do the voiceover for the main villain.
7: <laughs>
2: well, you've
11: come to kill me, have you? I don't think it's going to work that way, punk. You've been hung before. You're about to find out what it's like.
12: <laughs> I'm like, "I'm gonna shoot that guy." I'm like, oh. <sighs> yeah,
11: it's. Uh, they're probably already working on the third game. I mean, it's already probably in the works.
2: Oh, this is epic! So, just to, just to change topics for just a second, have either of you seen the new Efed episode?
11: I saw the last episode because it was the first thing that popped up on my YouTube. It was um me and Mike in the in the contract signing and then I get put through a table. Um yeah, and
2: power bombed uh, and then you get fucking squashed. Yeah, basically. Which oh. I care about. And I, I I'm a little pissed off because one of the songs, I don't I'm not sure which one it is because I've been using Down with the Sickness for Mike for months now. And that's never been muted out before. And I'm pretty sure that the Jeff Jarrett theme I'm using is not owned by Sony. So the only um, the only song that I can think of would have to be the one that I gave you, which was the old Christian uh, Don't Close Your Eyes version that's got the chick singing, not the one he has on the game now.
11: I think it is because whatever song is from the WWE album has been uh, copyrighted and taken off.
2: Okay, well that's that's what it is then. I'll have to go in and give you Christian's version, I guess. But I was a little pissed off the sound was taken out. I was like, man, I don't have time to go back and fucking do this shit. So, unfortunately, the contract signing, there's no sound.
11: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's it still looked good.
2: But uh, you guys definitely will have a lot to talk about tomorrow with uh, with the EFED. I'll I'll make sure that I send you the list of matches that are going down uh, for the pay-per-view, which is going to air the first week of uh, of June. So... We got a couple weeks to go, so we're good to go.
11: Definitely can't wait.
2: That's going to be a good show. Can't,
11: can't wait for tomorrow night because I definitely can't wait to see what kind of promos we get.
2: Send them in, and you can definitely call my Skype line and leave messages. I don't care because once I'm off the show, I'm I've, I'm done. So leave messages okay. all night if you want. And I'll fucking go and record them later.
11: You hear it there? JJ says when he's off when he's off the show, you can call his Skype whatever whatever you want. So. That's right. So call and order a pizza if you want, but it's not going to get delivered. That's
2: right. I might have to deliver a gun to you. I'll be on the other end of it. That <laughs> uh, no, was just hilarious. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Nick, before we wrap this up? Well, I think X is gone.
11: X is gone.
2: <laughs> he jobbed. He completely jobbed out to Skype tonight. So
11: He says, end show now. He wants to go play Red Dead. All
2: right. Sounds good to me. It's uh you know what I've been doing this for 2 hours and it's been a blast tonight, you know. So yes,
11: it's the it's water It's definitely it, been more enjoyable tonight than it has in the recent past few weeks cuz I'm not jobbing to Skype tonight.
2: Well yeah, and and I'm trying to kind of hype things up too with uh with the video game talk. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts this week, you know, I go and listen to a lot of the IGN stuff and try to get as much information as on video games as possible now and I really want to make this segment a lot better than it has been in the past, and I want it more interactive toward everybody, so definitely a lot of changes going on. I want to I wanna make this show awesome. Oh, yeah.
11: Because you're awesome?
2: Yes, because I'm awesome. Yes. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Checks in the mail, Sean. I was,
11: ex- I was expecting that. I was like, I want to make it awesome, because I'm
2: awesome. I don't want to steal somebody's gimmick. I've got my own gimmick to go with. But uh, you know what? On behalf of everybody that called in tonight, thank you so much. I appreciate you know all your views on NXT. I thought the show was great. I'm looking forward to next week. I want to thank Sean for coming on and doing the video game segment with me because it was a blast tonight, brother. It was fun.
11: Oh, yeah. It was. Definitely the talk about Red Dead Redemption and then definitely uh, the talk about the fiscal year of last year. Um, which will probably be some more information released for all the other companies coming out this week. So we'll definitely have those ready so everybody can hear what's been made, what's been lost for next week.
2: Absolutely. And as as E3 approaches, I kind of want to get more in-depth on the E3 coverage uh, of what's going to go down, what we think is going to happen. I want to talk about Project Natal. I want to talk about Move, what nobody really gives a fuck about. And you know, I want to talk about the Wii. Like, I want to talk about so many things in the next couple of weeks that we're going to be just, like, jammed full of information. Like, you people are going to literally leave this show knowing your shit. I mean, that's how jam packed it's going to be. So, expect awesomeness over the course of the next month and a half. Oh, yeah. But with that said, on behalf of uh, the sensational Sean, Mr. Money on the mic, JJ Sexay, And all you guys that tune in each and every week to this program, thank you so much. I'm getting the hell out of here, and I'll see you fuckers online. Because I'm in town with a few people to kill. So that being said, we'll see you later. I'll catch you this Sunday night for another edition of Sunday Night Showdown as we cover Over the Limit on the 11-year anniversary of the death of uh, Owen Hart. And look forward to that. Saturday, of course, the Pro Wrestling Rewind returns with Mike Siciliano and the Power Andy Knowles. So with that said, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. See you Sunday. Enjoy life. Enjoy your game. And stay the fuck out of my way, because I'll kill you if you don't. All right, guys, we're out of here. Later.
11: Peace.
1: As for me, I'm sitting here completely naked after my bath. I'm just going to enjoy this waterlogged steak. After that, I'm going to polish off an entire bottle of vodka in less than 20 minutes. And then hit the town and punch out street lamps with a bat. And I'm going to hopefully sleep with the first person I meet. I hope you do the same. Even if you're a child or a recovering alcoholic or an elderly person. you got to live life. Huh? Does that sound good? Great. Now you do me a favor. You stay classy and give me a call sometime. I'm at 646-424-9166. Hope to talk to you real soon.
6: Goodbye.
3: I do